Good morning, everybody. Lee Brower here, and welcome to this week's edition of Meaningful Monday. I am grateful to be here, and I am glad to be here. It's wonderful to be home this weekend. This weekend, we had our eighth annual Wacky Softball Tournament. Can I tell you just a little bit about the history of that? If you go back eight years, our son had just finished one year of cancer treatment, had been miraculously declared as uh, in remission, and um, and uh, so Lori found a place for Nick to be able to go to a camp for young adults living with or who have been living with cancer. And this was an amazing event, 15 young adults coming together at a kayak camp. And he had such an amazing experience, in his words, it was life-changing. Where he came back home and uh, said, you know what, Mom, we have to do something to give back. Now this is in July, there are two daughters playing softball, taking up all of our time, and we're like, okay, well, what can we do? He said, let's do a softball tournament. Okay, well, that most of that fell on Lori. I mean, she's the softball expert. <laughs> and so, they just, we decided to go ahead and do that. And with a lot of hard work, we had our first softball tournament in a cow pasture, if you will. Four age brackets, four teams from each age, bra age brackets. And um, what we did was that we we had the girls go out and get pledges for every run that they scored. So we told the umpires, look, if they're this close, they're safe. <laughs> so that didn't go over well with the parents. We had to change that uh, for future tournaments. But it was fun for the first one, and those that were there still remember it and talk about it. It's now grown to where we had over 40 teams in it, you know, there this last weekend. Uh, we've had to turn down almost as many teams playing on 12 different fields coming together for the championship games at one nice field uh, you know these are all nice fields that are scattered around so we come together for the final games and the championships on Saturday night when we started this by the you know we kept it going by the fourth year we started filling up and uh, Nick loved to go he loved the skills contest and at the end of each game he would stand in a circle with these girls and talk to them about the things that were important and how much he appreciated their effort and the money that they were helping to raise. Because in our tournaments, our efforts cover most of the costs. We have very little left over. It's the effort of the girls that go out and raise money doing car washes and other things that really comes in. But every girl on that participates in our tournaments gets a t-shirt. Usually it's just the winners or the second place that get t-shirts. We have every girl receive a t-shirt. On that t-shirt, there's no advertising. We want it to be about them and being wacky warriors. And so consequently, we see our shirts all over the place, not only in the state of Utah where we do it now, but we see it in other states. And so over the last eight years, you figure if we've had it, 400 girls playing for seven years now, you know, that's, that's a lot of shirts that are out there, plus the coaches and others that have shirts as well. So it's been a good event. Well, let me give you a little bit more about the progression. By the fourth year, Nick is now six foot three, almost 120 pounds. Um, his cell, red cell count is zero, which means he has no immune system. He's not supposed to be out. But he insisted on going to the games, especially into the final day to see the finals and the skills contest. He loved the skills contest. So after that event, that weekend though, some of the coaches had started getting a little too competitive. Some of the parents had gotten just a little bit competitive. In fact, you might even say they were nasty. They were rude and they were obnoxious and they had taken their ball off of 
why we were there, their eyes off the ball of why we were there. And it really upset us, and especially Lori, it broke her heart. And she said, that's it, I'm not doing this anymore. Now, but you know, we were focused in that moment on what didn't work, not on everything that did work. And it took girls to remind us as they came to said, please, 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 this is the most fun tournament that we've ever been in. We want to keep it going. And so we rallied and we had another one. And then Lori had this genius idea. Let's take some of the young kids that are living with cancer. Doesn't matter their age. They can be adolescents all the way down to babies. And let's put them in the dugout with these girls. Basically not physically, because that might be impossible, but let's we have posters made and each team, 40 teams adopt a young cancer patient. We, Glory calls them cancer cuties. And we have these posters made up with these amazing pictures of them, not in a sad, terrible state, but dressed up, happy, uh, and these kids just have embraced them. The coaches have embraced them. And uh, some coaches have had the same cancer cutie now for three years, the three years that we've been doing it. And they've grown very close to the family. And you get 40 families whose lives are being affected by these young girls. And you're getting over 450 girls, roughly, whose lives are being affected by these families that are living with cancer. And the coaches and their families. And you've, we've seen the tenor and the mood of these tournaments completely change. The umpires say we're the first ones to sign up, and they donate at least one game, each one of them, for doing this. They're into it. They get dressed up themselves. The players all dress up. They get wacky. You see wacky hair. They make their own uniforms. They wackyize them, different colored socks, um, face paint. And this is a serious tournament still. It's still a competitive tournament. It's an ASA-approved tournament, but they come into it ready to rock and roll. Well, let's go to the championship game. The championship game occurred late Saturday night. It's dark, you know what I mean, it's getting later. These games get just a little bit later, so it's like 10.30 at night. And um, we've got one team, and their cancer cutie is with them. So you've got Carson with them. And then you've got, or Carter, excuse me, Carter. We have a Carson cutie as well. We have Carter with them. And then you've got this other one with Nash, and Nash traveled, oh, it's about a four-hour drive from where he lives, but they're there for the weekend supporting their team. And um, at the end of it, to see them participate with it, to see tears streaming down the coach's face. And this isn't the first tears we saw over the weekend. We saw tears from coaches and from players because they got the why. And when Lori put the why right into their dugout, we saw an amazing change in what happened. And it was culminated in the team. You know, we, we really believe there are no winners and losers. There are only winners and learners. Because if you learn, you're always a winner. And so we watched the team, the team that came in second. And we watched them circle around who I thought, and this is after putting the medals on and everything was done and we'd all left and it was the team by themselves over there. And I started to head over to tell them that the, we needed to, that the grounds crew was getting ready to t turn the lights off. And as I approached, I noticed that what I thought was the coach's wife standing in the middle of the players, because that's not uncommon, the coach's wife would talk, and occasionally the coach's wife will have a little talk with him. And, uh, but I could see that this was much more than a talk, and so I just got quiet and stood there. And as I listened to this woman, this mother, thank these kids 
for the difference that they were making. The essential, if you will. Young ladies, the reason that these men coach is so that these young ladies grow up to be leaders. They're a choice generation, a generation that are making more choices than any generation before them. They make more choices in a year than my grandparents made probably in their lifetime. Choice every single day. And what is the softball or any other sports or activities teaching? How to make good decisions quick and on the front. But not only on the field, but off the field. How do you keep yourself in shape? How do you work? You know, how do you keep your mind pure and right? You know, and how do you have gratitude for the right things? All of these things these coaches are teaching and helping them with. And here you get to see it happen. I mean, the girls were able to see the essential. As the mother, it was the mother of young Nash standing in that group, thanking them for what they had done for their family. So many people came up to Lauren expressing gratitude with tears that she's kept this tournament going. The why, understanding that never let the things that matter most be at the mercy of those things that matter least. Understanding the power of the why and how it overrides the how and the what. And then, then understanding how we can continue to learn from our past and it'll continue to teach us into the future. This has been a meaningful weekend for me. I hope I have a meaningful week this week, but more as importantly, I hope this is a meaningful, wonderful week for you. Find your why. Put the things that matter most ahead of the things that matter least. Have a meaningful week. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.